You're listening to the Moms Working Overtime podcast, the community of women you've been searching to find for so long. We bring together our mamas in waiting, brand new moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, and the moms who maybe just have a little bit more experience than the rest of us. We're all here for community, support, and finding ways to show up better for our families each and every day. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I hope you love what you find on today's episode. Welcome back to the Moms Working Overtime podcast. Happy Monday, Moms Working Overtime community. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I hope you got a chance to slow down because we know that things are about to speed up a lot over the next couple of weeks. Oh my goodness, the countdown to Christmas is a little bit stressful, not going to lie. Actually, I think my countdown is even a couple days behind. Does anyone else have those little, um, like I have the dice that I change in my little snowman countdown and it's just getting a little bit too close for comfort. I definitely still have some things to do. But this is why it's extra important for us to slow down just a little bit, knowing what is coming. Hopefully you all had a chance to do that. I am going to get a little vulnerable on this episode. I'm recording this today, day of release, because I know I let you all know that a lot of the podcast episodes for January are ready to go with baby girl's arrival coming very, very quickly. But I recorded this one today. So this is about my weekend personally. This is about my day yesterday. I had such a hard mom day and I posted this on social media. I wasn't going to. Actually, I just wanted to stay off social media all weekend because it was just a challenging weekend. But yesterday, especially, I wanted to just stay off social media and let myself be a little bit pitiful, feel sorry for myself and just start fresh today. But I thought it was really important to share. And I think it's important to share here too. So I actually shifted gears on the episode I had planned. And I'm going to do this one instead because it needs to be shared. Sometimes I just feel a message on my heart and I feel like you mamas need it. So we're bumping what I had planned. We're doing this one. So Carter had a cold this weekend. We actually, I am not usually this quick to act on a runny nose and a cough, something simple like that. But I took him to urgent care first thing Saturday morning because with the baby coming, I'm like, man, if this is something more, I need to know right now because we have very limited time to nip it in the bud and make sure that it's not in our house when baby comes. Because in my mind, I'm already thinking I need a few days to clean everything, wipe it down, disinfect it. And so we went to urgent care. I was like, test him for everything. Let's figure out what this is. Well, just a common cold, little rhinovirus. But this child, God love this child, did not want to nap all weekend. He gets up early. He gets up between four and five most mornings. And so with starting his day so early, his naps are critical. He wasn't having it this weekend. And so we know when a child is overtired, it's almost worse. You would think, man, they're overtired. They're going to crash and just take the best nap ever or crash and just sleep amazing through the night. Totally wasn't the case. Well, yesterday we hit that point of overtired. He did not feel good. He didn't want to be held, but he also didn't want to be set down. He just wanted to lay on the floor and throw tantrums. And after an attempt at an afternoon nap that was, I'll be gracious and say 30 minutes, but I don't even think it was 30 minutes. Then we just had a 30 plus minute complete 
meltdown, tantrum, and it ended with both of us in tears. I know so many mamas that are listening have been in that moment that I was in where 30 minutes is a long time to hold a crying child, to deal with a child having a tantrum. A five-minute tantrum is a long time. And so in that moment, I don't even blame pregnancy hormones. I literally just broke and felt like the worst mom ever because he kept grabbing ornaments off the tree. He kept intentionally misbehaving for attention. And I felt terrible because I had raised my voice to tell him to stop grabbing my ornaments or I had been not so patient with him. Maybe I should have sat with him and let him process through those feelings and I should have been differently or responded differently or handled nap time differently. Mamas, you're not alone in those moments where you just look back and you're like, I just screwed up everything today. I'm just the worst mom ever. And even working in the motherhood space, I want it to be validation for you today that we all feel this way sometimes. Even me, even building my brand around motherhood, I read motherhood books, I listen to motherhood podcasts, I network with so many incredible mothers, and I'm constantly working on anything I can do to improve in this area, and I still have days like that. So please let that be validating for you that you are never alone, and you're valid to feel that way too. You don't have to work in the motherhood space just to feel guilty about those days or to struggle through those days. And my biggest reassurance for you is that it does not make you a bad mom. You are not a bad mom. I am not a bad mom. But it is important for us to be real about these days that can be so hard. And what I try to do and what I want to teach you all to do through the podcast, especially through the pep talk series in the podcast, is break down each thought process and figure out where that comes from. All of these comparisons, these expectations, these feelings of being inadequate, figure out where those come from. Don't just sit with them. It's okay to sit with them. Sit with them for a second, certainly. But then figure out where those come from. Because for me, when I really sat down and started to think about that, because that was about two or three o'clock yesterday and, you know, broke down to my husband. I was like, I'm the worst mom ever. <laughs> His reassurance is helpful, but you still think it in the back of your mind, right? So then I'm thinking about this the rest of the day. And for me, it's realizing that it's social media and it's the career that I'm building that has caused me to have that thought process of I'm such a bad mom. The social media part is that knowing my career is built on helping moms and being in the motherhood space, I want to portray myself as a good mom, just like those other moms on social media. Not that I'm in competition with them. I think Each mom has a different, unique brand, and I'm definitely approaching it from a different perspective, but I still look at that, and they're in the motherhood space, and oh, I see how successful she is, or I see how many followers she has. Maybe I should post more like that. It's really hard to not want to portray yourself a certain way, and me having a breakdown yesterday, me and my son are both crying and just having a really hard day. That's not the beautiful moments. Now, I am not someone that's going to prop up my phone and record that and post that, but I will talk about it. I will tell you that it happened. It does make me feel guilty though because I feel like I'm trying to keep up with other people that work in the motherhood space and I want to be a good example for you all. When I'm not, when I struggle, kind of makes me feel like an imposter. I want to break down that thought process 
so that I can understand what led me to feeling that way, but also how can I use this, harness this struggle to just connect with you all and validate you all? Because the only reason that that makes me feel like a bad mom is because of those moms on social media that I catch myself consuming content from who talk very strongly on one end of the spectrum about how terrible it is to raise your voice or how terrible it is to utilize any screen time or how terrible it is to discipline one way or the other, respond one way or the other, or sleep train one way or the other. And when you really dig into that, mama, the only reminder you need is that we are all doing our best. You're not going to ruin your children because you fall somewhere in the middle or on one end of the spectrum or the other. And those moms on social media, these unrealistic expectations, these unrealistic comparisons that say you must be one thing or another at 100%, that mom that posts that way, she has moments of weakness too. I guarantee it. None of us are perfect. And you can love your children to the ends of the earth and still count down to bedtime some days. It doesn't make you a bad mom. When you feel like you're not enough, that is actually the moments that you need to remind yourself in the most strong way possible that you are exactly what they need. You are you on purpose for them. And what we have to remember through this entire motherhood journey is that we were perfectly designed for our child or our children long before they even existed. You were designed for these challenges. Literally every experience in your life has prepared you for this. If you look back at your life, at the moments that taught you certain lessons, that gave you resilience, that taught you patience, that made you think, shifted your perspective, the moments that led to you meeting your spouse or you meeting their dad, and maybe the moments that led to you separating from that relationship, whatever it is, mama, when you think back to every experience you've had, every lesson that you've learned, every gift that you've been given, every time your path has shifted, Start connecting the dots. It will amaze you when you realize that everything in your life led up to this. Everything in your life prepared you for this. Everything in your life made you, you on purpose for them, for this role, for this impact that you're making, for the love that you provide. There is no other person on this earth No other mom, no other woman that could step into your shoes and be better suited for your children than you. None. There is no one else that could be what your children need more than you. Even with all these imperfections, these moments of weakness, when you raise your voice or put a screen in front of them because you're about to lose your mind or you feel guilty because you're just counting down until the little maniacs go to sleep. (laughs) No matter what, with all of those things, it doesn't mean that you're any less perfectly suited for them. And your instincts are so pre-wired for their needs. You know your child best. No other person could step into this role and be better suited for them than you. And you know what? Our children, they love us completely unconditionally despite it all. Children are so forgiving, so resilient, so transparent. It's just absolutely incredible when you really think about it. Now, does this mean that as moms, we can't 
show up better or improve? Of course not. We always can improve. I think that's why you're here. I think that's why you listen to the podcast consistently, why you connect with the Moms Working Overtime community, because you do want to show up a little bit better every single day. You appreciate the challenge. You appreciate the reassurance followed by the action steps of, okay, but what can we do about this? How can we get a little bit better? But in order to do that, We have to stop being so hard on ourselves and start analyzing those thought patterns to figure out where does this come from? Because all of those negative experiences we have with motherhood, guilt or embarrassment or feelings of failure or just struggling, feeling overwhelmed and stressed, all of those come from some type of unrealistic expectation or some type of comparison. We just have to break down those thought patterns. We can't set ourselves up to be stealing our own joy. Motherhood is hard enough. It is hard enough without being your own worst enemy. There are plenty of enemies that you're going to battle in motherhood. You can't be one of them. You have to get on your side real quick. (laughs) Start backing yourself up and validating yourself and building your own confidence. Because no matter what struggles you have with your children, no matter what hard days come your way, There will be a bed and bath time. There will be a little bit of sleep for you. Not promising there's going to be a lot, okay? But there's going to be a sleep, and then there's going to be a sunrise and a fresh start. And that is a guarantee I can give you that after each hard day, there's always a fresh start. And when you wake up the next morning, no matter what happened the day before, you got to wipe the slate clean just like your kids will. I promise they will. They are so forgiving. They probably won't even think twice about it. The things that you ruminate on all night and feel anxious about and guilty about, they're probably not even thinking about that in the morning. But something that you can do that helps me that I did last night before bed is make sure you're doing something throughout each day that fills your own cup so that when you hit those hard days, it's pre-wired in you That, hey, even if it's 10 minutes, I have to do something for me. Last night, for me, that was doing my nails. I've been wanting to do my nails for like three weeks, okay? I do them myself since I started having kids because I can't fathom the cost and the time that it takes to sit at a salon, okay? I personally am just too impatient, I think. I just can't handle it. But... I sat down last night. I had a ton of work that I really needed to catch up on because I usually work on Sundays while Carter's napping. Well, we all know that that didn't happen. So I had a ton of work to do. I started a download on my computer knowing I was going to have to sit there for a little bit and let that process. And I did my dang nails. And that just filled my cup a little bit. It was a second for me to take my mind off of everything and just do something for me. Again, remember, self-care is not complicated. But make sure you have something for you. Typically, that's a workout for me. Um, Being super pregnant now and really in the home stretch. I mean, the countdown is very small, which is terrifying. But that's just not comfortable for me. I'm doing simple walks and trying to get through at this point. But find exercise. Find cooking. Find reading. Find painting your nails. Taking a bath listening to a podcast, doing a meditation, watching your favorite TV show, whatever that is, and do something to fill your cup on the hard days so that you can get by, set your mind right, and start fresh the next day. 
The next thing that I encourage you to do is just what I did in the moment, even though I still, those negative thoughts still wanted to push back. But in the moment, communicate when you struggle. Tell someone. You don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to feel like you have to put on this face of how incredible of a mom you are. We all struggle. Communicate to someone when you have those hard days. For me, it was telling my husband, hey, in this moment, I feel like a really bad mom. (laughs) That didn't feel good to say, but it's important to say it. It's important to share that experience with someone so that they can validate you, so that they can help you move through it. Maybe that's a spouse or a friend or a family member or a neighbor. Find someone so they can try and help bring you back to reality and cut those negative thoughts. Last but not least, mama, give yourself permission to have hard days. I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves and even I could still be just focused on the fact that yesterday was such a hard day and I felt so crappy about myself as a mom. I'm not going to focus on that. Give yourself permission to have those hard days every once in a while and know that it's okay. Motherhood in itself was never meant to be perfect or pretty. I can promise you that. Motherhood was made to be messy. I think motherhood at its best, motherhood in its most amazing moments is still so flippin' messy. That's the beauty of it. But once you acknowledge that it's supposed to be hard, once you acknowledge that it's okay to have hard days or to struggle and know that every mom to your right and your left also has those every once in a while, sometimes more often than not. Some weeks bring more hard days than days that are doable. But give yourself permission to have those without feeling even more guilty or carrying that into the next day. Do something to fill your cup. Share with someone else, communicate, and give yourself permission to have those hard days because you are your own worst critic. I guarantee it. I guarantee you that it's not as bad as it feels in your mind. And I'm saying this for myself too. Remember when I give you all pep talks, sometimes I'm saying things and I'm like, Helena, you really need to believe this yourself. It's probably not as bad as you think it is. However, I don't want that to come across as invalidating. Sometimes there's days that we can learn from and there's a lot better ways we can show up, sure. But mama, my reassurance for you, my reminder for you every single time you come to this podcast is that you're doing a really amazing job. You wouldn't be here listening to this. You wouldn't feel guilty. You wouldn't feel like a bad mom if you weren't a great one. We worry and get upset and are hard on ourselves because of how much we care. But make sure that that expectation is realistic and make sure that you're giving yourself permission to have these days while still starting fresh the next day, okay? I promise you're doing an amazing job and mama, we'll talk soon. If you loved this episode of Moms Working Overtime, do me a favor, share it on social media or send it to another mom to remind her that you love her and that she's doing such an amazing job. 
There's nothing more incredible that we can do in this community than remind other mamas of their strength. I'm so glad you were here today and just know that I appreciate you an overtime amount.